0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm all fired up because many of you know that uh, on days like today, I get to do a show early in the morning with John Osaroff and I did, and gets me all fired up. And so whoever is my first guest on my uh, on KKNW, they're already getting me all fired up. Uh, and, you know, I have to cut back on whatever caffeine I might put in my body on days like this because look out. But I have a guest right now that is up to the challenge. She's is not only up to the challenge she's about the challenge and you know someone that has taken a message out into the world that not many people want to talk about but we're talking about it today jill Brook is editor-in-chief of firstwivesworld.com it is a site that helps women contemplating navigating or moving on from divorce uh heal through self-love smarts and humor and having come from a, a family that uh, is based on divorce and and my own sisters and brothers and what we've gone through there are issues that are worth talking about recently you got to see michael phelps in the in the media right now and many people said where's the dad they saw the mom and they're asking where's the dad and so jill and i are going to talk about where's the dad where's the mom what's happening and why this conversation is not being talked about because beyond all of this There is a conversation that is about solution, and that's what Jill is doing. Jill, thank you so much for joining us here today. I mean, you have been uh, all over the media. You know what it's like to be in media. Your career certainly points to that. But this firstwivesworld.com, this is a big conversation, and no one's talking about it.
1: Why is that? Why is that? Because nobody wants to accept that divorce is a reality in life. and. In the past, but how the media has approached it is like, okay, we don't want to go there, even though it has impacted fifty percent of the public. And it's not what, that we're promoting divorce; we're reflecting the cultural trends. We are also showing that trust. Also, when you break up a family, Pat, you also have to create rules and models to rebuild a new type of family so that it can function really well. And you know, I look at my stepdaughters right now. I am now I am happily remarried. I have a son, and I have two stepdaughters, and my husband's ex-wife, my son calls Aunt Alicia. I call her my ex-wife-in-law. We have created a model to make it work because life is long right now, and, you know, ideally, you want your marriages to last forever, but you want, most importantly, you want your relationships to last forever. So you may not love in the same way, but you can still be loving, and that's a really important message. Moreover, most people who go to therapists, these are therapists that are not trained in divorce, and that's a completely different model than an intact family, as you know, because you live it as well. Mm -hmm. And that is really the big distinction here. How do you set up rules and models so that these new families can work? And guess what? America is a lot smarter than we think. In the same way that we get, like, you know, when you go drive by car crashes and you look and you see, oh, my gosh, can you believe this courtroom trial? Can you believe they're saying this about each other? Well, guess what's happened in the past 20 years? What do you think the percentages of now couples who divorce through a courtroom trial? Take a guess. Uh,
0: You know, I I would have to say that it's it's probably going to be in the 60% range.
1: Well, guess what? America has woken up. It's less than ten percent. You want wow. to know why? Because the judges and the lawyers, at least the honorable ones, realized that it was destroying families. That that formula that somebody wins and somebody loses really made it that nobody won because there were so many scars that couldn't heal. And the and in the heat of the battle, all the, the families' resources were then really being given to the divorce lawyer. And if you can surrender your ego for the greater good. More and more people are recognizing how powerfully important it is to either mediate or consider collaborative law. And that is the largest, biggest trend that's happening so that people are realizing, you know what, even if I'm breaking up, we we have to still rebuild a structure for a, a new family so that we will have continuous relationships. Because guess what? After the divorce is over, especially if they're children, you are in that person's life forever. And the way you conduct yourself is really sort of the blueprint of, you know, how you're building this new house. But getting back to Michael Phelps, which I think is so interesting, because I know when I was writing about it, you want to know what really made my heart soar is that people sometimes question, hmm, children of divorce, how will they fare? Well, yes. obviously, he has fared swimmingly, because he is obviously a very well-adjusted man, full of love, full, full of ambition, full of heart. He's very focused. And, you know, when asked about his father, and he has a very unique situation, Pat, because here's the reality. In most divorced households, there is continuous relationships with both parents. Michael Phelps is highly unique. It's less than 9% where the single mother is there with no absolute, with no contact with the father and that is the big difference there and yet it just shows you how the love and support of his mother debbie who was a school administrator really shows you the possibility that if you do the job right long as a child has one loving consistent parent they can still not only survive but thrive and to me a great story and I think that she should get a medal and did you hear the wonderful story now that like I believe it's Johnson Johnson or somebody said we're going to make her the uh, mother of the Olympics
0: Exactly. And why not? And what's interesting, I think, to everyone is the assumption that folks made that there had to be a dad in order for this young person to be as successful as he has demonstrated to be. And that, oh my gosh, of course there's a family. But, you know, then the information comes out. And so now here, here is the, a new paradigm for us to look at and step into. And, and let's talk about that, Jill, because that's the work that you're doing. And, 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 most and, and of us-
1: what we do, and what we do, at firstwivesworld.com mm-hmm. which was really important is we show how that there are many different outcomes and here's here's how to reach them mm-hmm. and we don't sugarcoat anything here because the reality is is that a lot of times it's a tougher situation there's a lot of pain there's a lot of hurt there's more struggles there's less resources there are all those things but you know There, You know, sometimes peace of mind and happiness can be priceless. And you can really have, which is really always our philosophy, two good people who aren't good for each other. And that doesn't mean that, you know, life isn't full of possibility and that you can have other chapters in your life. Like, look at your family, look at my family. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's certainly been the case. Now, getting back to, you know, what you said about, you know, Michael Phelps, I mean, I think that what's really wonderful is that, you know, the, some of those lessons learned as a child of divorce clearly have helped him because it does teach you how to be resilient. And I've interviewed so many children of divorce, and one of the things that keeps on emerging is that I realized that my parents weren't perfect people, but however, that they, but I still learned that they you can learn from your mistakes. So even in the heat of the you know, drama and trauma of the divorce, how parents conduct themselves will really plant the seeds of how the children then continue in their ongoing lives in dealing with situations. So here you have Michael Seltz. Do you want to know what his favorite saying is, Pat? I'd love to hear that. It's whatever happens, happens. Because his life has not been perfect. So as a result, he has learned to be adaptive, resilient, and focused. Because he thinks about what he has, not what he doesn't. And also, sometimes, in spending time with two different families, and, well, in his case, he didn't. He trusted with his mother, Debbie, but in most, let's say, for most other divorced children, what they do is that if they are smart enough to, like, use resources like firstwivesworld.com and speak to therapists who are truly trained in divorce therapy, you realize that each household has its own set of rules. It has to be really, really established. I say you put it, like, in the kitchen. In our house, these are the rules, you know, how we speak to each other, you know, what chores we do, what's expected of you, et cetera, et cetera, so that it doesn't become personal. Um, but, you know, you learn how to be adaptive. That, And, by the way, even though my son is not now part of a divorce, he's part of a divorced family in that his sisters are part of a divorced family. But he doesn't have that experience. But, you know, he's learned other lessons, too, by... Realizing that each parent approaches problems in a different way and finds solutions. And I think that, you know, that's actually a really good lesson because, you know, not everybody in life is going to think just like you think. Well, and you know,
0: part of the conversation and what we do on this show is we talk about how to move beyond the obstacles in our lives, Jill. Uh, For those of you just tuning in, Jill Brooke is joining me here today, editor-in-chief of FirstWivesWorld.com. And we're talking about how we can help women contemplating, navigating, or moving on from divorce heal through self-love and much more. And one of the things that we do learn is we learn from what we see out in the public that's visible, but more importantly, what are the models? How can we look at the life during divorce, after divorce, and create a thriving relationship for all parties? We're going to take a short break on the Dr. Pat Show right now. When we return, Joe Brooke and I are going to be talking about some of the people, people like Michael Phelps and his family, that are bringing a new conversation to the table. What can we learn? What can we do? How can we take a blended family and everyone thrive? We'll be right back. Life, life.
2: Program your mind to be thin and your body to be free. The answer to weight loss is in knowing how to eliminate emotional blocks that keep us from experiencing true love. Join Alfonso De Rose, performance coach and master NLP trainer in Seattle at the SeaTac Red Lion on September 7th. Alfonso teaches a revolutionary new method that will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com for your free ticket or call 1-877-271-7695. I really thought that I was the only one who cared about things that matter to me like the planet, kids, education, peace, and creating a world that works for everyone. Then I found the Center for Spiritual Living, an entire church that thinks and cares about the things I do. And Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires us to build better lives and a better world. I've found my new spiritual home. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org
0: visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite shop consciously explore new ideas and connect with your world at bleepstore.com find the latest in spiritual and documentary films green living products and online articles dr pat listeners receive 10 percent off with coupon code dr pat that's
2: d-r-p-a-t at checkout go to the drpatshow.com and click on bleep store to start your experience the drpatshow.com Attention homeowners,
1: if you just refinanced or bought your house, did you know you signed a piece of
2: paper agreeing to pay your lender more money and in interest than you borrowed? How would you like to cut that interest almost in half or two-thirds without refinancing or making extra payments? Plus, have your house paid off in about 10 years, not 30. If this catches your attention, we can help. Find out how much interest you can save on your current mortgage today by visiting debtfreemca.com or calling 888 252 Three zero eight three. Your family will be glad you did. Do you feel stuck with anxiety or depression? Imagine having the momentum and the tools to create emotional freedom. Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough and Empowerment Program helps you to release deeply rooted emotions from your subconscious and cellular memory, thus allowing you to access your true potential. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Or visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Are you tired of treating your animal companions with toxic drugs? Do chronic, degenerative, or disabling conditions affect your horse's or pet's quality of life? Quantum Healing, created by Dr. Susan Seeley with over 25 years as a veterinarian and 40 in the equestrian field, brings hope of true health and healing for your pet or equine companion. Visit QuantumVet.com. Learn how Quantum Healing can benefit your animal companion. That's QuantumVet.com. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Birds, flying saucers, and it changes. At least you can predict this every year. Love, you never know the minute it ends on I can't care to speak. Maybe find you all the things that took to save us. I can fix the pain that bleeds inside of me. Look in your eyes and see the same about me. I'm standing on the edge and I don't know what else to give. welcome back everyone
0: welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i am so thrilled to have jill brooke joining me here today as i said before editor-in-chief of first WivesWorld.com, uh and beyond that uh boy contributed to cbs the early show former on-air cnn correspondent her work has appeared in the new york times forbes chicago tribune harper's i mean i can go on and on and this is a conversation this is a topic the first uh, firstwivesworld.com this is passionate for you jill and passionate for a lot of reasons i mean Is what you created and all that you continue to create, you know, is this to make us more aware of the pain? But more importantly, I guess, the fact that we don't have to do this in a way that hurts everyone, including the children.
1: Well, let's put it this way. You know, um, suffering is a part of life, but, you know, the scars do not have to disfigure. And in the past, they always did. And I think that the great thing about knowledge is that it shows you other opportunities and, you know, different ways of handling things. And, you know, when you were going through a divorce or a breakup, I mean, you know, it's, you're dealing with rejection. And rejection is painful because in any relationship, there's somebody who leaves and, it, you know, who, who's left. And usually the person who is left is obviously going to be in most pain, more angry, and they're going to all of a sudden want sides to be created. It's like a good guy, bad guy scenario. Instead of realizing that sometimes there are two good people who just aren't good for each other, and it's not about bad or good. And, you know, I think that that's a really important distinction to make and understand that it's a process. And you want to know what our philosophy at FirstWivesWorld.com is? Don't love somebody who doesn't love you back. The truth is is that the world is a very big place. And many of us got married at very young ages when we didn't really know ourselves. And yet, when you get older and you then, you know, learn all these lessons, you often make really good choices. I mean, I am happily, happily married for 14 years right now. My first marriage, he wasn't the right person. It doesn't mean that he wasn't a good guy. He just wasn't a good guy for me. And that is really a key distinction in how you have to look at it. And it's almost not personal. It feels personal, but it's not. And if you can be adult, and, you know, that's asking a lot out of a lot of our listeners right now to say, but I'm in so much pain, I can't believe this is happening to me, I have to live in one income, how am I going to, you know, take care of the kids' soccer practice, how am I going to pay my mortgage, all those things, and those are real, and those are painful. And they are challenges, but you have to also keep your eye on the ball and realizing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and you want to know what you will get through this, and it's going to change you. And many times, it changes you for the better, and that's the secret that most people don't talk about. I mean, like if I can tell you how many divorce we have a social network on our um, firstwivesworld.net, I mean.com, and. So divorced women across America are talking to each other. And one of the dialogues that often go, you know, unnoticed but is nonetheless still there is the secret guilt. They're saying, you know, this is pretty wonderful because I get time off for my kids. When my husband gets them for the weekend, you know, I can really appreciate my children when they return. And sometimes I enjoy this break. And, you know, nobody would ever say that before because they didn't feel safe to. So... The wonderful thing about what we're doing here is we're helping women in all stages of divorce, those who mm-hmm. are contemplating, navigating, or moving on from. And mm-hmm. let's put it this way. The divorce is forever in your life. If you have children, you're still going to see your ex. You're going to your split holidays. You're going to have graduations. You're going to have weddings. You're going to have birthdays. These are all milestone events that you know, still create the connective tissue. So if we approach it in a different way, that you're breaking up, but you are simultaneously rebuilding the structure for a new family. It's just an extended family. It's not the intact family that you had before. And then you're going to have to deal often, as I have, with stepchildren or ex-wives or ex-husbands. And there is a manner in approaching that to make it work. Like Pat, take a guess how many years it takes before a family, especially a blended family, really is blended
0: well you know I, I hope I'm not going to use my own experience on that I mean I would say it takes at least 10 years and I don't know it, uh, the question I would ask you it, you know does it ever get blended if we start out with you know sort of what we see in the in the celebs right now with the hate with the you know the viciousness of conversation and uh, you know how do we mend all that
1: well you first of all have to manage expectations. All right, when you're talking about blended families in the sense that, you know, I think that especially we all want, you know, we, we want a loving relationship and feel like if I really love this person, then everything's going to be fine. And they don't <laughs> realize that any divorced family is formed out of a loss and we have to recognize that loss and deal with that loss. And as a result, manage expectations. The new stepmother who is coming into the scene is not going to be welcomed with open arms in the same way as a biological child would. It's a very, very different dynamic. And this is what we teach at firstwivesworld.com in how to create the communication within the family so that it functions. And then you actually give it time. You give it time to grow. You give it time to build. And then, as in anything, time does heal wounds. And it not only heals wounds, but... It creates memories. And, and if you, first of all, the first thing I always say is, don't you talk about like what you expect these stepkids to ever do with you. What you do is you create family memories. You go on bike trips, take some pictures. You go pick, you know, pumpkin picking. You go and just even drive them and watch them at a soccer game. It's not like what's said, it's what's done. And then memories are built. And then you realize that you're creating a family of your own. And it just takes time. And the problem, I think, is many of us just aren't that patient. You fall in love. You're in the heat of the moment. And you're saying, we just got married. Isn't this great? Well, sure, it's great for the parents, but not necessarily for the kids. That takes time. Cause, and also, those kids have to be shuttled back and forth to different houses. How long, long does that take, for them.
0: Jill? How long does that take, take? Because you asked me the question, and I think I said 10 years.
1: Well, that's, um, it normally takes four to seven years. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you know that going in, all right, that, you, you know, it, it, that there will be challenges, that, you know, acceptance takes that time, trust has to build, then in a way you communicate differently because you, you're not as hurt. Like, for instance, if the stepdaughter says to you, you're not my mother, you're a fill in the blank, right? Now, in a normal situation, you'd go to a therapist and the therapist would say, You must have felt terrible about that. How dare that child say that to you? (laughs) But if you went to me, who's a step family counselor, I would go, of course she feels like that. Because she's also conflicted. Because she's worried about loving you as being a betrayal to her mother. And so you just have to be accepting and saying in our household, we don't use language like that. You're, You're entitled to feel that way, but we just don't use that language in communicating very would you, very different approach
0: what would you say jill are the you know the top three things that jill brooke would tell our listeners today to to really be mindful about to do uh embarking on uh, you know creating a blended family
1: first of all never ever badmouth the other parent and if let's say the other parent does something all right now that is you know number one number two let's say the parent does something that you don't approve of and the kid says "All right, dad says this mom says this you have to acknowledge that everybody has a different reality so I would say to that child you want to know what this is your father's reality and this is our reality and you will then in time make your own decision because your parents will teach you who you want to be and who you don't want to be but these are the rules in our household so because one, one of many, you know, um, challenges of, of divorced families is that you no longer have control when your child is in that other household unless, you, can, you know, God forbid that there's abuse there. And then, you know, obviously one has to approach it completely different. But, you know, th- that is the reality. And once you don't sugarcoat the realities and you really face them, it's much easier to manage, okay? And then the third thing. Build memories of your own. You know, the best thing that you can do for your child is to be happy. It's not about gifts. It's not about vacations. It's about the simple pleasures in life and your attitude in how you deal with things. And if you are upset at the ex, if you're upset, you know, you're angry or hurt, your child is not your therapist. You must talk to friends, to clergy, to a therapist, but not your child. You have to be adult, and I know how hard that is because, you know, it's the one period of your life when you really want to regress and be, you know, a child yourself, but nonetheless, you have to summon the strength to be an adult and realize you are a parent, and you have to really be responsible.
0: Wow, Jill. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I mean, we've just barely scratched the surface on this conversation. I want to direct everyone to firstwivesworld.com, firstwivesworld.com. There is such an abundance of information here, a way to connect uh, that, um, boy, this is really in service of so many people. What's your personal message, Jill, for folks today?
1: That life is full of possibility. And don't love someone who doesn't love you back. And always conduct yourself with class and
0: knowledge wow thank you Jill Brook, for joining us here today First Wives World and there's lots of information this is truly a place for people to connect uh, and share some commonalities heal together learn together and be together firstwivesworld.com stay tuned we're going to take a short break and when we come back I've got something exciting to share with you we'll be right back the
2: flowers the flowers for a couple of hours beautiful day. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah.